20 minutes. This is a podcast that uh, delves into the more serious of topics on a whenever I am able to find a guest basis. My name is Roshani, and I'm still trying to remember how I used to do these uh, intros about a year ago. Um, today, I am joined by Mr. Hater from the Play Hater podcast. Um, how are you doing today, good sir? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for inviting me on. Sounding off the corny issue. Hey, I'm good. <laughs> no worries. I'm glad to have you. And um, I do want to say before we begin that um, if there's any questions you feel uncomfortable answering or you don't feel like answering, just let me know. No harm, no foul. Um, also, that this podcast is being recorded for podcasting purposes. Uh, so, with that okay. said, you got 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm encouraged, right? Huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock yourself out. Okay, cool. You got 20 minutes? I got 20 minutes. Let's do this. Groovy. Um, there was a situation that happened in the news a couple of days ago out in Boulder Cal- County, Colorado, um, in which a 12-year-old girl was accused of trying to poison her mother two different times after the woman took away the girl's iPhone. Um, now... The first time she took away her phone, she put bleach into her smoothie, and her mom thought that she had just cleaned the cup really well until she drank the smoothie and got sick. Um, And then the sickness passed, and then she noticed the bleach smell a few days later coming from a water crave in her room. And when she smelled the bleach in the water, she confronted her daughter, and her daughter told her she was trying to kill her for taking her iPhone. Damn. Now, back in the day... Um, I would have never thought to kill my parents. I thought about it all the time. Like, I, I wish you'd get hit by a car and all of that. But I never really thought about killing my parents because there was this thing called my parents would kill me first. Um, and I feel like in this day and age, we've gotten away from the disciplining of children the way that it used to be. And I think that it made that the world may actually be worse for it. And I wanted to know what you thought about that situation. Hey, let me ask you, first of all, are they white or black? They're white. See, now there you go right there. See, you know, there's definitely a difference in the way people choose to discipline and not to make it a totally racial thing, but, I mean, white people have their way of doing it. I mean, since I date white chicks, I've seen it firsthand. And since I'm black, I've seen how most black parents handle disciplinary situations. And like you, I never thought about killing my folks, but yeah, when they would piss me off or when I knew I was going to get a whooping or whatever, and I'd be like, damn, I hope they get... Run over by a car on the way home, so I won't get a whooping and shit like that. But as far as flat out trying to poison them, nah, nah, that thought had never crossed my mind. And I know there were no iPhones and stuff like that when I was little, but shit, it could have been anything. Sneakers or anything I treasured. Uh, yeah, taking that away, because I was punished, man. So it's like stuff like that was like, I know if I did something, I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, so, um,. That's crazy. The fact that old chick, the first thought from the mind is the poison of mom. Uh, did you ask me something like, oh, what was your question? Oh, no, no, no. I was asking, like, do you think that the, um, that disciplining the way that we were disciplined when we were younger would have halted those sort of a situation? Do you feel like the world is worse for wear due to the lack of discipline? Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one because things have changed so much. It's like things that happen. In my childhood, as far as whoopings and stuff, my parents probably locked up now. Real yeah. 
So, no, nah, I mean, things have changed so much, and kids are, like you said, oh, girl, got a cell phone. So if my mom had hauled off and smacked her or did anything as far as striking her, she, she wouldn't hesitate. If she wouldn't hesitate to kill her mom, I know she wouldn't hesitate to call the police or anything like that to have her mom locked up. So things have changed so, so much that the way of disciplining almost it forces you to change. You can't smack your kids and do all that shit. Parents used to do that in a day and get away with it. So what, what can you do? It's like, what recourse do you have? If your kids don't respect you, then pretty much all is lost. They're going to do whatever they, what they want to do. If they know you can't do shit about it. It's a sad situation that most of the world is in. And I see kids in the stores, you know, and I think back in the day when moms used to be like, yo, don't ask for nothing, don't touch nothing. You do this, that, and the third, and I'm going to tear you up. And kids would go in there with basically their hands in their pockets. They might look sullen about it, but by and large, they were just like, dang, I can't do nothing or else moms is going to kill me. Nowadays, I see kids just running up and down the aisles. Their parents are just like, go do what you want to do. I'll see you after I get done. I'm going to call you on your cell phone or something like that. And, and it actually makes me kind of sad, you know, because these are the kids that are going to be uh, running the world or hopefully not. But some of them will be at some point getting to the point where they would be president or running the country or something of that nature. And they don't seem to have any self-control, discipline, or respect for anyone but themselves. And I'm actually curious to know, do you think that um, the whole the smartphones and tablets and all that kind of stuff, social media, do you think that kids getting that at such a young age actually starts to turn their mind towards themselves and less towards others. Yeah, definitely so. Mm-hmm. And not just kids. I mean, you see grown-ass folks doing the same thing. They're totally into the social media, whatever they're doing, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, driving, they're doing it. At work, they're doing it. Sitting anywhere they can. So it's not just kids. It's grown-ass folks. So if you're a kid and you see your parents having the same affliction as far as this addiction, a form of addiction, with the social media thing, it's like naturally you're going to pick up on the same thing and become the same way. Not always, but it's easy, I would say, for kids who have parents in the pool that way. And since you have such young parents nowadays, then it's definitely possible. So, yeah, it's definitely a form of addiction, and it, it molds people in general, and definitely kids who are dumb as hell when they're young. So, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of kids using um, social media as a way to bully and harass people, um, their friends at school, things of that nature. And it actually makes me kind of sad, you know, because kids don't throw hands anymore. Back in the day, you know, kids would throw hands and you, usually what ended up happening with me is that if I fought somebody, there, there would grow respect between me and the person I fought because they had enough heart to throw hands. Um, one of the guys that I hung out with all the way through junior high school we threw hands like the first day of school and then we were trumped tight after that. You know what I'm saying? So this, I, I, I really think that the whole um, social media bullying coupled with the fact that kids just don't go outside anymore has made this group of kids more of a, uh, a bunch of pussies. And I wanted to know what you thought about that. Like, do you think the kids no longer seeing the light of day and spending all their time getting involved with folks on social media, do you think that that's making them soft as well? <laughs> I know it's making them physically soft and fat as hell and doughy because um, then I get to do education and they're not involved in as many sports as somebody like you and I may have been when we were younger because we didn't have those things. We had cartoons and 
20 at the Atari video games, but well, it wasn't 20 at the time, it was shit at the time, but yeah, all sorts of uh, things that divert kids the uh, focus definitely is affecting them and causing them to be lazy and out of shape and unhealthy. So, without a doubt, I mean, the things that are happening now that advance us as human beings, technologically, also fucking up certain individuals. Yeah, I saw this movie a couple of years back called uh, Idiocracy, and um, I thought that it was a big joke, but as we get closer and closer, I'm like, dang, okay. I've seen kids who are just like, you know what, I don't know the answer to this question, let me hop on YouTube and type in the the equation that I'm trying to figure out, and the scientist will pop up on Google or on YouTube and actually show me step by step how to solve this problem. I don't know how to spell this word, but it's okay because the computers will show me how to spell check. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we are gaining more, more and more, like you said, not so much just an addiction, but a dependency, like on mm-hmm. our phones and on our computers and on our tablets. And I, I think that we're going to be worse for wear in a couple of years if somehow this doesn't stop, but it doesn't look like it's going to be curtailed anytime soon. Yeah, and since you're a dad, I mean, I'm sure this is an issue. I mean, I'm positive it's an issue because everything with you is related to family and kids, which is very noble, but that's not me. It's like, <laughs> but, I do, but I do, when I think about, because you touched on it earlier, these kids are going to be leading our, our futures later on, they're the future. And, all that. and when you think about the larger picture, which I try not to do because this shit is hella sad, hella sad, I would hate to think that my, my future is in the hands of these ignorant motherfuckers, for the most part. Not all of them, but a lot of these motherfuckers. It's very scary, and I try not to think about that because, um, yeah, I just try not to think about it because that shit would really have me a little sad and, and really worried about my future. And I don't want to think about that shit because I want to enjoy life right now because that's just the way I am. But, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, folks are in trouble. And, and you were talking about ignorance, and the first thing that popped into my mind when you mentioned ignorance was all of these reality shows that have popped up, The Real Housewives or whatever. Um, my wife was watching one yesterday called The Little Women of Los Angeles. It walks, it follows a bunch of little people, not supposed to call them midgets, uh, little people going through Los Angeles. I, I, I laughed. I couldn't help it. I laughed loudly and lustily because it was just funny to me. Um, but... Like our kids, not just our kids, but society as a whole are really gravitating towards these reality TV shows that really have no content, uh, no nuance, no anything. And then we're walking away from it wondering why we're acting differently. Um, Do you think... Well, um, I'll answer it briefly. And then, I don't know what other topics you have, but with all due respect, I want to balance something else because we only got 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reality TV thing, I mean, it is what it is. And I've said it, long, I've said it many times and a long time ago. Ignorant people are affected by ignorant shit. Intelligent people aren't affected by ignorant shit. So all the reality TV shows or whatever, I'm more concerned about the ignorant people being affected by it than the uh, intelligent folks. And, see, and that goes on to what we talked about before as far as our future, because you have so many ignorant motherfuckers watching that ignorant shit, it's affecting them in a, in a not-so-positive way. For sure. Now, I do have another topic. Um, out here in Sacramento, uh, there was a law that a lawyer brought to the table called the... 
the Sodomite Suppression Act, and it's a ballot initiative proposed by the authorization of the killing of gays and lesbians with bullets to the head or any other convenient method. Its submission is rattling nerves in Sacramento and around the state. Quote, that's absolutely ridiculous. It's unacceptable. It's okay to differ and have different opinions and religious beliefs or whatever, but to actually execute somebody from that, it's ridiculously, it's absolutely ridiculous, says Sheba Thomas of uh, Sacramento. And Thomas was one of many who Fox 40 spoke to those outraged by what this lawyer, Matthew McLaughlin, hopes to accomplish with his planned initiative. In this day and age where uh, gays, homosexuals, lesbians are not just accepted but are understood for what they are going through. There's no longer just the whole idea of, okay, it's a sin for you to be gay or lesbian or whatever. Situations like this pop up and they just make my head hurt, you know? And, and I, I know that while this is just one man, there's also still churches out there who are supporting this ideology. Um, how do you feel about people still using uh, the power of religion to try and suppress others or keep others from walking the path that they want to walk? Yeah, well, personally, I say, yeah, kill all gays. Nah, I'm joking. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, here we go with the religious topic. And, yeah, people do that. Uh, <laughs> of course, I don't agree with that. I was joking about kill all gays or whatever, but... Yeah, it's fucked up. But, you know, you know what? Here's something I do want to touch on real quick. You're talking about gays. I don't know if you're into wrestling or wrestling. If people say you're into wrestling or not. Uh, World Wrestling Federation, I watch their stuff. But the real professional, like um, college and high school wrestling, no. Oh, no, no. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. The entertainment one that's on TV that a lot of folks, um, some folks think it's real. And other folks accept it for what it is, which is, you know, basically a soap opera with uh, muscles. Yeah, a male soap opera. Yeah, no, all right, so since you watch it, and I just had a conversation with the dude who's a fanatic about it, I happen to think that it's a little homoerotic. I mean, not even a little homoerotic. I think it's, like, very homoerotic. I can see that. I mean, between all the dudes who are running around in there in bikini briefs and all the oiled-up men in tights and all that, and the lack of... Uh, well, a lot of women back in the day when they had the WWF attitude era, they had women out there and they were trying to show a lot of tits and everything. But by and large, wrestling through the years has been men in tights or men in bikini briefs holding each other closely and trying to pin each other down. I can see that. That's funny. And you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of certain dudes, and I've heard comedians joke about it. All I can do is twist my head like, how the fuck is that funny? It's like really gay. Like I heard Martin Lawrence say that he, some joke about it, he was drunk or his friend was drunk, and he was like, let me soak your dick. And I'm like, okay, first of all, it's not funny to me. Where's the joke in that? And how can you joke about another nigga sucking your dick and not, and that not be homoerotic? You know, I was actually talking with some friends about that yesterday, about the fact that uh, back in the day, uh, Martin Lawrence had a heckler in the crowd, and um, he told the crowd, somebody throw a dick in his mouth, my zipper's stuck, or something like that. And I was like, that's not funny. You know, that's, that's, that's like right. denigrating to both sides, because you're trying to make it seem like you're putting down, uh, like, 
okay, the best way for me to make a joke out of it is to act like he's a homosexual, but in the same light, while by me saying I'm going to throw a dick in his mouth if I could, that's making you right. seem like a homosexual, and it, it never that's, really made sense to me. No, it's almost like Mike Tyson. I forgot who he was about to fight, but it was like right after he had gotten out of, not long after he had gotten out of prison, when he had the face tattoo and everything, he was like, um, something, I mean, he was going off on a rant. It was like one of those pre-fight things when they weighed in and all that shit. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck your kill. I fuck you. And I'm like, damn, how the hell is that not gay? Yeah, he told one of the uh, news reporters that he'll fuck them till he, they loved him. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do remember seeing that. I'm like, how is that not gay? I mean, it's like like you said, you, you're allegedly supposed to be dissing the other dude, but really you're making yourself look gay. And when you look at it, I don't know where in the culture it became like they just push it out of their mind like it's not gay. But I think that they um, have this idea that in prison, if you are able to make somebody else, like if you're able to forcibly rape somebody else or make somebody else suck your dick or take your dick or whatever you're not gay you're making them gay and it's like a domination thing but it's not it, it's it first of all rape is never the thing to, to do or want to do or want to talk about and secondly if you're engaging in this situation chances are you wanted to engage in this situation in the first place so yeah i, I never really was able to vibe with that whole mindset like uh dr dre and snoop dogg put out a cd you know on the chronic um talking about uh easy e and luke and and tim dog and all of them and they were talking about who could eat a big fat dick and i'll throw a dick in your mouth to show you how we do it on the west side and all that kind of stuff and i was just like yo do you listen to what you're writing does do you have a yes man out there who's just like you know what dre i read these lyrics and i don't think you want to say them. not because they're going to start a beef or anything just because i don't know if you really want to go out there saying that you'll uh jack his ass from the backside to show him how death row pulls off that who ride that just doesn't sound palatable dre so it's been going on since at least the 90s probably before that you know i don't know what's been what was going on in the 70s but i'm sure in black exploitation flicks and all of those places there was a cultural idea that okay if i say this it's gonna hurt their spirit to this to where i'm able to do this What do you think? <laughs> I think all that shit's gay, man. Well, yeah, that's a given. The individuals themselves are gay, but even alluding to the fact that you would do something like that makes you questionable. Questionable, my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something I would ever say. If I were to get into a disagreement or an argument with somebody, I'd have to say, nigga, I'll suck your dick. I like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? <laughs> like, nigga, if you don't get out of my face, I'm going to make you suck my dick. Wait, what? I mean, that's different. See, that's different. That's, it's different, but it's still kind of gay. But it's like, at least you're going to make him suck your dick as opposed to saying, I'll, I'll suck your dick. I mean, but either way, it's gay. Cause I, can, I can even think maybe when I was little, I'd be like, nigga, suck my dick. Shit like that. Just, you know, sort of a fuck you type thing. That's yeah. basically what it means. Suck my dick translates to fuck you, motherfucker. But when you go into the whole uh, other type shit, then it's like, okay, you, you departed from telling this motherfucker to fuck you to what you really may want to do to him sexually. Pretty much. <laughs> Mr. Hater, that's 20 minutes, man. Alright. Hey, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you at, where your show is at, things of that nature. 
Oh, everything's still the same except YouTube, you know, YouTube, iTunes, damn my shit. But other than that, uh, yeah, just still search for Mr. Player Hater, MR Player Hater on Twitter and shit like that. Urban Snobcast on Facebook podcast. Thank you so much, man. I really do appreciate it. Alright, thank you, brother, man. This is single simulcast. Don't know my name, you say.